0: Coming soon in season two of The Soul of Life. Dr. Tammy Nelson is an erotic recovery expert. She's a leading expert on infidelity and the healing of sexual relationships. Today on The Soul of Life, I speak with Dr. Nelson about what it takes to have a vibrant sex life with a monogamous partner and how cheating during COVID has taken on new proportions.
1: If I am, you know, a mom stuck home, homeschooling my kids, and I've been in my yoga pants for seven months and haven't worn makeup and my my life is about Cheerios and trying to figure out algebra, and then I meet someone online who thinks I'm like sexy and alive and charming and beautiful and you know just wants to make out with me like I'm a totally different person for 10 minutes a day and that makes you feel alive for those 10 minutes.
0: Dr. Nelson is the author of Getting the Sex You Want and The New Monogamy, Redefining Your Relationship After Infidelity. We talk about the mindset that's required to prevent or recover from infidelity and why it can be an opportunity.
1: There's really several phases of recovery after an affair. So people are coming in during the crisis, you know, they don't want to hear that this is a great thing. But they do uh, identify with the idea that this is usually like a wake up or break up moment. Tammy says
0: the key to a new monogamy that can survive infidelity is to see the big picture and how you fit into it. Something that the stress and intense emotions of the crisis often cloud.
1: You know, when you're having an affair, it's not that you are necessarily looking for someone else, you're looking to be someone else. So if we look at like, who did you become in that affair instead of, you know, why did you cheat on the person that you're with? Then we have a totally different narrative that both people can understand and look at a little bit differently.
0: The work that people like Tammy and I do as couples therapists treating infidelity usually has to include treating the symptoms of trauma, anxiety, depression, and often substance abuse, as well as grief. But Tammy says that the upside to this work is hope and opportunity to have the marriage and sexual relationship that you want.
1: You have to be able to create a new marriage going forward. Because once someone cheats, the reality is that marriage is over. And I mean, people don't want to hear that. But the monogamy agreement that you made pretty much has one rule. (laughs) That rule is like, don't sleep with anyone else. Like, that's pretty much it. That's all you got. You have to, both of you, grieve And that's over. That ended. And then you get to decide, do you want a new marriage together going forward?
0: We discussed several myths about infidelity, sex, and eroticism.
1: You know, there's so many myths about women needing emotional connection and men just wanting, you know, objectified sex. And frankly, it's not true. Women actually do cheat for sex. Men tend to cheat for emotional reasons. And that like flips the whole paradigm of what we think about.
0: Do all affairs happen because of sexual problems? Does communication and empathy have the power to fix sexual frustration?
1: If we work on our companionship and we get really close and we communicate well and we go to therapy and learn how to talk to each other, then our sex life will just take care of itself. And that's totally not true.
0: Why does emotional closeness sometimes kill erotic
1: passion? The longer you're together in a relationship, you would think the more comfortable you are sharing your desires and your fantasies. But it actually works the opposite because the more you're together, the safer you feel and the more family you feel. And you don't want to have sex with your family so that, you know, it actually decreases and desexualizes your relationship.
0: Why is it important to tease apart safety and trust to have a hot sex life?
1: Safety and trust are different. So you do have to trust your partner to go to those places, those edges of your erotic desires um, so that you can push your own edge. You know, So you can explore those places without uh, without feeling shame or risking shame. And you do have to trust that person, but you don't have to feel safe. And there's a difference because in really good sex, you shouldn't feel sick. You should feel like kind of embarrassed and you should feel like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And I can't believe I made that noise. And I can't believe I was that person. And the only way to do that is to feel like you're in a sort of trusting environment.
0: What's the problem with the monogamous relationship where one partner has taken sex off the table?
1: One of the things you commit to when you're committing to marriage or monogamy is to be sexual partners. And that if you're not going to have sex with your partner, it's not okay to hold them hostage and say, well, I don't want to have sex with you, but you can't have sex with anyone else
0: either. And finally, I asked Tammy about a term that many therapists and sex therapists have adopted to refer to themselves as being sex positive. And she explains that this term comes from the belief that sexual desire and sexuality are valuable and healthy and belong in romantic relationships. It means that apart from abusive, hurtful, out of control, or self-destructive behaviors, there's no inherently right or wrong flavors of sexuality.
1: Normal is a setting on the washing machine, it doesn't really mean anything. There's a range of sexual behaviors that has nothing to do with what we think is okay. Welcome to Season
0: 2, Episode 4 of The Soul of Life. I'm Keith Miller, and this is The New Monogamy.
1: Even Oprah calls it her vajayjay. Oh my god!
0: Please take the time now to subscribe to The Soul of Life wherever you're listening, give it a thumbs up, or write a positive review. That's the best
1: way to make sure you don't miss out on these amazing episodes planned for Season 2.